Hey, you guys, welcome back to the podcast, episode 56. I hope you guys are having a great week. I'm having a great week. It's Monday here. We are back at it. Gary and I, my husband, were in Mexico last week. Gary's company, once or twice a year, takes us on just amazing, incredible trips. And shout out to my new era family and friends, if you're listening. Anyways, so we got back from Mexico, had just an incredible time, super inspired and just super refreshed and and all of that. And actually, we sat through an incredible business meeting about the future and all the company and all that. But Doc Chen, who is the founder, which I'm going to talk more about him and his inspiring message in the next episode, because even though it had to do with business inspiration, oh my gosh, I was like taking notes because it so spoke to my heart about us and life and it was just incredible. So anyways, I'm going to record that episode later, but I'm super stoked. I just wanted to say hi. It's good to be back in America. We were in Mexico, like I said, and I have like a gringo weak tummy. So whenever we fly or go anywhere internationally, I usually get like a little tummy issue and Mexico did not disappoint. Let me tell you, Mana Zumo's revenge is a real thing. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that bad. But I always, I mean, literally, I can't remember a time where we traveled where I didn't get a little bit funky. So I really should just fast on these trips, but I'm in love with food and that'll never happen. So here I am. Here I am. But it's good to be back. It's good to be with our kids. It was a nice little break for Gary and I and just to connect with friends that we don't get to see very often. And I know it was a business trip, but, you know, these people are like family and friends to us, dear friends to us. So it's just awesome when you can have real conversations. And actually, I talked to a couple of people. I actually might even have on the podcast. We had some of the most rich, deep conversations. And I just realized, man, everybody has a story to tell and everybody has so much value. And, you know, that's one of the things with this podcast, right? You guys all know this is listener driven, right? What do the people need? What do we all need? And so anyways, I'm really inspired. I'm excited. It's good to be back, right back in the thick of it with my teenagers. Y'all keep praying for us. No, I'm just kidding. It's going well there. They're good kids, but you know, teenage is fun, super fun. It's super fun to have teenagers. So all you parents with toddlers, God bless you. Enjoy it. It only gets more fun. And yeah, anyways, okay, enough about my life. Let's talk about you. How are you? What's going on? I'm really excited. So this is going to be a short, inspiring episode. I was reading uh, yesterday. Actually, I was reading in Genesis. I came across the story of Jacob wrestling with God and if you don't know the story, there's a story in the Bible where it says Jacob wrestled with God. And anyways, it was really inspiring to me. I feel like some of us, when we're wrestling in life, we feel like we're wrestling God. And there's some imagery that I would like to paint you a picture to inspire you for this week. And then we have more episodes coming. I hope you guys are enjoying this series. I really am. And thank you for the emails. Keep them coming. If you need prayer or you have questions or you just want to share your heart, hello at dannysumner.com. There's a link in the show notes, but let's dive into today's episode and then another episode will be dropping in a couple of days. Also, you know, I've been having a little bit of tech issues and I told you guys in last week's episode that I had this awesome hour conversation with Jim. We recorded it and his did not get recorded. So it's like one ended conversations that you guys are going to hear a little bit dropped into some of our episodes because the conversation was so rich. And so anyways, Jim and I are recording an episode this afternoon, God willing. I'll get the tech right and his mic will work fine and we'll, you'll be able to hear from Jim. So I'm really excited about that. He's coming back on. Jim, if you don't know, if you haven't been around here very long, is my therapist of many years. The guy's amazing. He's been a therapist for 
oh my gosh, 147 years, I think. No, I'm just kidding. He's not that old, but a really long time. I think close to 40 years. And he just has a ton of wisdom, ton of life experience, and a ton of experience working with human beings and helping them find healing and wholeness and and all of that with Jesus. And so just an amazing godly man. Let's dive into today. Welcome to a Holy Mess podcast. All right, my friends, we all know life can be so difficult and painful at times, especially when we're carrying grief or loss or wrestling with shame about our past, anxiety about our future, or frankly, like we are just not enough. But there has to be so much more for us. There is hope and joy, peace, love, fun, purpose, and a reason that you, my friend, are on this planet. Let's partner with God so you can be who he created you to be as you wrestle through and trudge through your mess. Hi, I'm Danny, a recovering alcoholic, a mom, a wife, a mentor, and dust. We are only here for a moment. Let's live like it. I'm just like you. I'm a holy mess most days. Actually, every day. Let's have some fun and laugh while trudging through our mess. This stuff doesn't need to be dry and boring. Let's dig in. Also, two more things. Do you want to coach with me? You and me want to hang out on a Zoom call? Let's do this. I want to help you through. If you're really in a hard season or you're just dying for some spiritual growth and you're dying to feel seen and to feel heard and you need some structure or some strategy to grow spiritually and to embrace yourself and embrace all that God has for you, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. I have a few openings. You can email me. Secondly, if you want to do the spiritual growth stuff on your own, I love it. I'm all here for it. You know you're in a headspace where you can show up and do the work, that you're really ready to have that breakthrough in your spiritual growth, but you'd like some direction, head to dannysumner.com forward slash spiritual intentions framework. The link will be in the show notes and you can check out my course. It's 12 foundational principles to spiritual growth when all else fails. Let's go. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to keep this one kind of short, but this is just the quick inspiring episode, right? So we're going to do these once a week too, where we're going to have We're going to focus on a quote and probably a scripture that goes with it and then some inspiring music. I'm also going to link in the show notes the playlist for the Spiritual Intentions Framework, that course that I have where if somebody wants to grow spiritually and they just need a little help, they need someone to hold their hand to walk through, you know, how do you grow spiritually in dry seasons or in hard seasons, or you just want to press in and you want to encounter more of God. One of the sessions is all about worship and music and how music inspires us and and all of that. And so I'm going to actually put a link to that playlist in the show notes. We have a couple of playlists, but I'm going to link one of the sets of music. I hope you like it. It's like 20 hours of music. I hope you enjoy it. So let's start with the quote of the week. I read this quote last week and man, just really spoke to my heart. And I think it's a great reminder for us. The quote will also be in the show notes, but the quote says, there will come a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. That's by Louis Lamore. And I love that quote because you guys, it doesn't matter if it's big things in our lives or small things in our lives where we just feel like, well, that's finished. Well, I'm done. There's no way out of this situation. And we just kind of get hard on ourselves and hard on the situation. The reality is when one door closes, another door opens. It may not be the door we want, but it may be even a better door that we actually need. And so I just wanted us to this week, as we go into this week to begin self-talk and to begin having taking control of these thoughts where, you know, when something ends, when something finishes, yeah, grieve it, mourn it, whatever you got to do to get through it. But then realizing that's also the beginning of something else. And I know change is hard for some of us. So new beginnings can be difficult. 
But if we can sit in with that paradigm and have the lens of our of our life be, you know, when something hard happens, there's a new beginning coming as well. And so I'll read the quote one more time, and it will also be in the show notes, like I said. But this quote is by Louis Lamour. I might be butchering his name. Sorry, Louis. But the quote says, there will come a time when you believe everything is finished, and that will be the beginning. Oh my gosh, it's so, so good. So let me jump into the scripture. And actually, I have a couple of scriptures I want to mention too. And then there's a song that goes with it all. In Genesis, I was reading Genesis 32, and Jacob is wrestling with God at this place called Penal. And Penal literally means face of God, right? And so the scripture says, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans, and you have overcome. I love that, you guys. I love how it even talks about how when Jacob left that wrestling, he was walked with a limp. And it reminded me of one of my spiritual dads. His name's Rich, incredible man of God, been through so much in his life and struggled through so much to walk with joy and with hope and with peace and with purpose. And literally, he has so much purpose on this planet. But he says, never trust a man without a limp. And what that means is, Life happens, right? You know, hard things happen in all of our lives and they take our pound of flesh from us. And that can actually be a gift as hard as it is and as hard as that situation is. That limp that we are left with can also be a great place of grace and of empathy and of compassion and of wisdom. Holy moly wisdom. I mean, some of the biggest regrets in my life and some of the most painful things that I've experienced, whether it be through, you know, people harming me or me ending up harming myself in just different ways. I have learned so much as I've wrestled through those things. And those things, it doesn't mean that those things aren't still a part of me and aren't, don't still at times have effect on me, right? But that limp that I have, I don't know about you, but I'm grateful because it's imparted some wisdom and some understanding. And I can look at people's lives and have more compassion for them. And I know you can too. And so I know it's hard when we're in the midst of it and we can't see the forest through the trees, but I just wanted to, whatever you are walking through, whatever you are wrestling through right now, and if you're feeling like, man, I wish I didn't have this limp or this issue, try to find the silver lining. Like, what is the silver lining that has come through it, whether it be through childhood abuse stuff and how you can have compassion or how you can see things in others that maybe some people miss, right? Or You've been through a divorce. You have more compassion for somebody struggling through things or infertility. That's another big one. People who have struggled and wrestled to have children. And there's just wisdom that comes through whatever suffering we have gone through. And to go along with those lines, I just wanted to talk about two other scriptures really quickly. But Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. I love this scripture, and some of us need to memorize this scripture because it says so plainly that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. And I've heard it misquoted where God causes these things to happen. It's for our good. It's to discipline us. It's to sanctify us, which, yes, he he sanctifies us and he does all of that stuff. But I don't believe all of the bad things in our lives God caused like he's up there like, oh, I need to discipline that kid. And and that child needs to learn their lesson. I just don't think our God is like that. That's not the God that I've experienced. But I do believe wholeheartedly that as he picks us up and as he carries us through life, right? Because he doesn't promise that harm won't come our way, but he does promise to be with us through it all. I don't know how it all works, you guys. 
I don't even understand the theology completely of it. I believe some a little bit my theology is morphing in this, but I do wholeheartedly believe that he sees us through it all and that nothing is wasted. And it's so hard because when we're in the midst of it, we're like, well, I didn't want this trial. I don't want this hardship. And I get it. I totally get it. But if we can go beneath it a little bit and know that God's everlasting arms are with us and he's going to comfort us and his Holy Spirit's with us and will guide us and will bring people into our lives, you will have friendships and relationships that you never knew you could have if you're open to it because of the experiences and the hardships that you've walked. I don't understand it, but I do know that people who walk with us through our darkest hours or through hard things, even just dark moments. It's forged like a brotherhood, like a sisterhood. I mean, there's just so many people on this planet that I'm so grateful for because I've had these deep conversations with. I mean, even our trip to Mexico. Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was a business trip, but I'm telling you, it got real, real quick with a lot of people. And it was so fun and so rich. And that's why some of these people are literally lifelong friends because of the life that we get to share together and the conversations that we get to share and the realness. We get to be real. I don't want to just talk about how theology works. I don't want to just talk about how grace works. I want to experience it. And I want those around me to experience it too. And that's that's what I'm after. How do we how do we live this thing out? And so there's another scripture I want to talk about. It's in 1 Thessalonians. It's just so good. I read it this morning. Paul's basically saying, "You welcomed the message in the midst of severe suffering with joy given by the Holy Spirit." And earlier in the chapter, I think it was like verse 2, Paul's talking about endurance and how endurance is inspired by hope. And you guys, if there's one thing we cannot lose sight of, it's hope. We have to begin. And if we, if you don't have hope, you got to really fight for it. You got to fight to change your glasses, to change the environment you're in, the people you're surrounded with, because we need hope. Because that is what plants endurance so we can persevere through really hard situations. And so and we all have got them. I mean, you guys, Everybody's got something, okay? Whether they're open about it or not, it could be a big thing, it could be a little thing, or thorn in their side. But let me just tell you, I know that God plants this hope so we can endure and persevere and thrive and then bless people, have purpose, meaning, joy, hope, fun, laughter, all of this stuff, right? Like, I don't want to wish away the hard things in my life, even though when I'm in the midst of it, I'm like, ah, I'm going crazy. I want to pull my hair out. Those hard things are also what gives us the richness and the depth and the gratitude and seeing the face of God literally walk us through these things. And God is with you. I know he is. I 100% know that. I love that scripture too. 1 Thessalonians 1.6. You welcome the message in the midst of severe suffering with joy given by the Holy Spirit. And that's how I'm going to pray over you guys today and this week, that we can welcome the message of grace, welcome the message of Jesus. And that the Holy Spirit would give us joy. Because you guys, we can't drum this stuff up <laughs> on our own. We've tried. I mean, I've tried. And let me tell you, booze and alcohol doesn't work. Shopping doesn't work. Travel doesn't work. Spending doesn't work. Being successful doesn't work. I mean, it, it might work for a moment, but it's not long lasting. And if we want long lasting, deep, rich joy in our bones, no matter what the circumstances are, that is what I'm after. Okay. And I know that's what you're after too. So, and I know some of us are walking through really hard thing. I just got an email this morning about someone with a child abuse thing and some stuff going on from their childhood. They're in their 60s now and there's just hard things that they're realizing and that they're walking through and they're they're understanding about their life and the choices that they've made because of things that were done to them in childhood and I'm so sorry and 
that they went through that. I'm so sorry for all the suffering that all of you guys have been through. It's just hard. And I think part of this whole healing process and pursuing Jesus process and experiencing his love and grace is to acknowledge it, right? Like we talked about in earlier episodes. And, you know, if you haven't listened to episode 54 and 55, if you've got time, I'd encourage you to. We're on this like five week, six week journey of how do you feel better when there's hard things going on in your life? How do you actually experience love and joy and peace and the Holy Spirit? And how do you experience some freedom and not be so consumed with the hard things going on, especially when we don't control the hard things going on? I don't know about you, but holy moly, I lose my mind when my kids are off the rails and they're not even off the rails in crazy ways. They're just normal teenage stuff, right? But when our kids get older and we have no control over their choices, holy moly, it can be just absolutely mind-boggling difficult or friendships or spouses or business stuff. It, it just, we can lose our mind if, if we're not careful. And so how do we fight for it? How do we find this joy, this hope, this peace? So this is the journey that we're on the next five, six weeks or so. And so the song of the week, are you ready? Canvas and Clay by Pat Barrett. You guys, it's a really good song and it's based on a couple of scriptures. I think Psalm 139, because it talks about how we are fearfully and wonderfully made, but it also talks about how we're the canvas and the clay and how God's not done yet. And one of the lyrics says, you make all things work together for my, for your, for my glory. No, no, not for my glory. <laughs> oh, Lord, forgive me. Okay. You make all things work together for your glory and for my good. So it's for God's glory and for my good. He's going to somehow work all these things together. And then the lyrics go on to say, nothing is wasted, no failure, nor mistake. And I love that, you guys. And we've got to hold on to that. We've got to double down our money on that. If you're a betting person, this is what you got to bet on. You know, take your money out of Vegas, take your money out of the stock market, put all your money on God's redemptive purpose in your life. And I promise you, I promise you, I'd bet my house on it, that God is in the business of redeeming things. And you guys, we've got to remind ourselves that we're a work in progress, that we're not done yet, that God's not done showing himself and leading us and guiding us and healing us and sanctifying us and all of this. There's just so much more to do. And I love, love the visual that we're a canvas and that we're clay. And that canvas is not going to be done until we enter the gates of heaven. The clay model of who you are will not be done until you pass away and go into heaven. And who knows, maybe we're still morphing as we're in heaven. I don't really know. I don't think so because of glorifying grace and, and all of that. But let's just say, okay, let's just say we're not done until our last breath is breathed on this planet. And if you're listening to my podcast, you've got breath in your lungs. And I'm telling you, he's got more to do for you. He's got more to do through you. And he wants to bless you and fill you. So let me pray for you. And then I will talk to you guys in a couple of days. Lord, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for the reminder that we're the canvas and the clay and that you're the potter. Lord, I thank you for that uh, quote by the Louis L'Amour about when we think everything is finished, that sometimes that's just the beginning. And so, Lord, would you bless my friend? Would you fill him? Would you take care of those places in them, Lord, those spaces? Maybe they don't even know what's going on. Maybe they're wrestling things they don't even know. But Lord, I pray for your joy and your peace and your hope. And I pray for connection and friendship as they walk into this week. And Lord, we love you and we need you. May we sense your Holy Spirit in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Love you guys. I'll talk to you guys in a few days. 
Hello, my friend. If this episode blessed you, made you laugh, or triggered you, hey, that's growth. Please do me a favor and share this with a friend. And if you feel led, please leave a written review for the show. That really helps us out. Don't forget you are in good company if you're feeling more broken than you'd like to admit. And you are more loved than you can ever imagine. Have a great week. See you next time.